0: Hello ladies, if you are fed up, confused as hell, or just over all the drama around weight loss, you are in the right place. My name is Bonnie LaFrac and I am your host here at Unfuck Your Weight Loss, where I help you make weight loss easy, achievable, and even fun. Because what is more fun than becoming exactly who you want to be in the body you want to be in? Let's take the shame and bullshit out of dieting and weight loss and lose the weight for the last time. Ready? Let's go. Hey, welcome back to Unfuck Your Weight Loss. I'm Bonnie LaFrac, and today I have three things on the agenda. Number one, a big announcement. In fact, when this podcast is released, it should be Wednesday, March 1st. And all of the things will be revealed. I'm super excited. I'll tell you more. And I'm going to tell you at the end of this episode. You're, so you're going to have to listen all the way through to get the details. Number two, tied into the big announcement, I want to tell you a little bit about what I figured out over the last two and a half years inside Self Made about my most successful clients. And I, I do want to make an asterisk about being successful, or getting results. It isn't always just on the scale. It's not. It's much more than that, right? So people, um, especially when it comes to weight loss, we're all looking for, oh, lost 20 pounds, lost 30 pounds, lost six inches off her waist, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And we're looking for the before and afters. And we, you know, it's very hard for me to take a picture of somebody's brain and be like, they feel a lot better. This person doesn 't feel anxious anymore, this person sleeps better. this person um, looks forward to life. <laughs> this person looks forward to getting dressed in the morning this person you know it 's very hard to take a picture of that, but I want to assure you when i 'm talking about my most successful clients i 'm going to include it all all of it like not just what makes you successful on the scale and then number three, I thought all of this kind of ties in. Um, And I chose it as the name of the podcast, Choose Your hard. You've seen probably this quote, and sometimes it's just choose your heart. And sometimes it's this full quote. You've seen it, people post it on social media. Maybe you've seen it on Pinterest or Etsy or Google. Uh, Maybe it inspires you. Maybe it doesn't. For me, I'm, I, I, you know, you know me by now, right? I like to take things and uh, pull it apart smash it into a million pieces, call bullshit on it. Um, and then put it back together the way I think it makes the most sense. I'm not opposed to choosing your heart. I think, um, I think it's interesting. And so I'm going to read you the full quote. And then of course, you're always free to come to your own decisions. Sometimes people are, sometimes things that are inspiring to one person can be very triggering to another. And that's, awesome and a beautiful thing. I am neither inspired nor triggered. I guess I'm intrigued. So I'm going to read it to you. Here we go. I took a picture of it because well, trying to get to Google it. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter why I took a picture of it, but I did. All right. You ready? Here's this quote, uh, apparently by unknown. Choose your heart. Marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Choose your heart. Obesity is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your heart. Being in debt is hard. Being financially disciplined is hard. Choose your heart. Communication is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your heart. Life will never be easy. It will always be hard, but we can choose our hard. Pick wisely. Kind of reminds me of that. What is the quote? It's like, um, life is hard and then you die or life's Life sucks, and then you die. Something like that. Something terrible. I find this kind of a womp, womp, womp. Right. This is all about extremes, which is why I think I'm kind of like, "Mm," right. Not. I'm not inspired, and I'm not motivated. I do think there was some truth in it that life is never going to necessarily be easy. Um. I don't think it will always be hard. I think there's a lot of gray area between all of these things, right being married or being divorced a lot of there a lot of gray area being obese or being fit, a lot of gray area in there um, and so I don't know i think I think this is this needs some clarification. Here's what I've learned right in two and a half years of self made not including. 25 years of coaching thousands and thousands of women, um, what I have found, right, working with humans, is that the brain is always going to choose, not necessarily easy, but familiar, right? Not easy. I think it's sort of interesting. A lot of women uh, struggle because they choose like they choose things are actu- that are actually hard, but they are familiar. It's very hard to break the pattern of what is familiar, especially when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to dieting, when it comes to working out. For a lot of women, a lot of us, including me, it is very like hard to do something different. It's very hard to, quote unquote, trust a new process. It's very hard to stop really restrictive dieting. That's kind of, you know, number two, when I look at my most successful clients, they were the ones who were able to not pick, right? The, the hard thing they were, they had to actually, you know, pick the easier way, which was the unfamiliar way. So choosing your heart is, I, I think kind of, um, kind of a disservice, right? I think it's, On the surface, it looks like, yeah, hustle, grind, you know, um, all of that shit, right? Kind of like the, I don't know, gym bro kind of stuff. It, It really, I think, is misleading. I think choose your hard is about choosing what is less familiar in a lot of cases right? And I, I think, you know, when I look at my most successful clients, and then clients that struggled the most, and all of my clients, right, especially when I look at self-made, these are all women, very successful women in their 40s and 50s and beyond, who have ach- have great high achievers, um, who've done so much. So it's not like, oh, well, you you know, not smart enough to be successful or you didn't know any better or like all this stuff. It really is sort of interesting that for anyone, and I put myself in that same category, if you if all you know is dieting, especially restrictive dieting, if someone if someone a couple of years told you, you know, you should be at eleven hundred calories and it was successful, of course you're gonna believe, right, that's what it takes to lose weight. And anything other than that, is the wrong way. So, choosing your hard is is you know really about figuring out where you, where you need to put your energy. Don't just pick something uh, that is hard that doesn't make any sense, right? A lot of people pick really hard diets. Ninety nine percent of the women I talk to on the phone, they will tell me all of the things they've tried to lose weight. And I want to tell you, they chose a lot of hard things. Intermittent fasting with like fasting for 48 hours. They would do keto. They would do Nutrisystem. They would do that Optavia or whatever. It's a lot of hard things. Things that, you know, most of us don't want to pick. Things that are really hard to sustain. So choosing your heart, I think, is really misleading. And I want to tell you, you don't it doesn't have to be that hard, right? I should get a t-shirt that says it doesn't have to be that hard. It's kind of a weird t-shirt. Uh, it'll be up there with life, life gets lifey t-shirts. Um, it doesn't have to be that hard, right? It's interesting that our brain uh, wants to make it hard, wants to make it complicated, thinks that weight loss is this, you know, this puzzle we can't figure out. So of course we have to do all of these crazy things, but maybe we don't. All right. So, which leads me to really think about, okay, for all of my clients, what do some of the things, if I'm looking at my most successful clients, I'm thinking, you know, what do they have in common? Or what are some of the things I noticed uh, that worked? And I want to tell you, I, in all of the years and all of the women, these are all humans. Nobody's a hundred percent perfect. Nobody is like my one ideal client, right? And everybody else is not. It's, I'm really kind of thinking a culmination of different, different women I've worked with. And some of them have had more measurable weight loss and some of them have had more, um, sort of, it's not measurable, immeasurable life and lifestyle improvements. It is interesting in, again, we live in a we live in a social media world, and everybody's looking for the before and after. Everybody wants to see, oh, you know, Susie Q lost twenty pounds and six inches off her waist, and you know she's so successful. Um, it's very hard for me to say. And my other client, you know, Susie H, um, she loves getting dressed in the morning. She plans her food and sticks to her plan, and her life is imp- you know I can't show. I don't have a before and after. I mean, I guess I can show her, I can show her smiling. (laughs) Anyway, um, let me tell you a little bit about what, what I see um, are the things that will help you also be successful in your weight loss. So When I talk about my clients, I'm telling you about them so that you can see it's not about working harder it's not about choosing hard at all. In fact, the more I think about it and the more I talk about it, I just think that's a, just a load of crap. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Choose your hard, right? People, you're already choosing hard. What if we just choose differently? That's how I'm going to get that on the shirt. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking about when I think about clients and some of it just, you know, maybe doesn't sound that hard. Number one, I want to just say overall, be willing. Okay. Willing to do the unfamiliar. Willing to consider other options. Willingness, right? Will, and that sounds kind of like, okay, all right, I'm willing. But are you, are you really willing? I know for myself, and I ask this, so, you know, everything's, you know, everything I talk about, I've been there, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, huh, making new t-shirts. I love, I loved, I loved, I, I think I had a real love affair with diets and dieting. They were so familiar to me, they felt like home. And it, when you're so used to dieting, you know, and especially restrictive dieting, strict dieting, lots of diet rules, not having those it feels hard er, right. It feels like being without any purpose. It feels like there's no structure that feels like, um, you know, the kite with no string, I'm just floating away. So it does take a lot. Like I give people credit who want to work with me and be willing to try a different way. Right. So number one, willingness, are you willing? Right. And that's, I think, I think that's fair. Number two, and similar, you do have to be coachable. And, you know, I think a lot of us want to say that we're coachable until, <laughs> until our coach calls us out on our bullshit. And, you know, I think you want that, to be honest. I don't think you're looking for a coach that just smiles at you and says, great, awesome, you know you're doing awesome exclamation points, smiley face like i I think you really want a coach that's going to help you see your blind spots, ask you the tough questions, hold space for the uncomfortable answers, and keep pushing you and challenging you and possibly triggering you. I mean, I can't be responsible um you know, when you're triggered, I don't purposely try to trigger people. I just think that's just my magic talent is that I just, I just know how. Um, I think as a kid, I was, you know, I, I was good at pu- pushing people's, but I shouldn't say as a kid, I think as an adult, I'm good at pushing the buttons. I know. And we don't, we don't change and we don't grow if we don't get challenged in that way. Not all coaching is like that right? Sometimes it's just listening and asking the questions and finding out what it is that you want. As a coach, could I tell you what to do, what to eat, how to work out, what all of the things? A hundred percent. That's what I did for decades. And then, you know, I, I would, I was very confused and very frustrated when I saw clients gain back, lost weight. So I, kind of learned that I needed to expand my own knowledge in how to help people not just lose weight, but keep it off. And it's not because it's a new maintenance diet, but it is how to help people understand that long-term weight loss isn't just about calories in and calories out. It's just so much more than that. And I could go on. Number three, my most successful clients show up. They show up for themselves. They show up for group coaching calls. They book one-on-one appointments. They do their check-ins. They're, you know, and it's okay. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm actually kind of an introverted person. I like my alone time. I um, guard my energy. So I do have times where I am much more prolific. I put out more content. I'm more out there, right? More accessible, checking in, communicating, conversing in, you know, with my own clients in my own coaching groups and then there's time that I take for myself, that I shut things down, that I learn to rest. But ultimately, I show up. And you have to show up. You have to be willing to show up. You can't just, you know, sign up and say I want weight loss but not Show up even when it's I'm not even when it's uncomfortable. I'm not saying show up from vacation or show up from your sick bed, right? I get it. Like there's going to be times when we cannot show up, and our you know our families are going to take precedent. You know, I I have as you know I have two girls, and you know we've like a lot of people this season. We had norovirus. My kids have a lot of dental problems because we we have well water and there's no fluoride, so I'm spending a lot of time at the dentist. but show up for yourself. Number four, my most, success, my most successful clients are willing to let go of the past, right? And former ways of thinking, former ways of dieting, of losing weight. And that's, you know, that's not necessarily easy. It really is about understanding and acknowledging that you might have a story, About yourself, about your body, about your weight, about other people. And letting that go feels, again, like the kite with no string, right? Nobody's holding that string. That kite is like in outer space. Where will I go? What will happen to me? What if I, if I let go of that story, then who am I? And, you know, that's why there's, that's why we're coaching you on that. We're working on that future self. Number five, speaking of yourself, my most successful clients are honest with themselves. Honest, I know. And radical acceptance and radical honesty isn't about like judging yourself and calling yourself out and beating yourself up and finding fault with every little thing and keeping a list of all of your, you know, all of the things you did wrong. That's not honesty, but it is just about, you know, saying, yeah, I'm struggling with this or I, I, for whatever reason, I can't do X, Y, Z. That's just honest, right? There's nothing. I don't expect perfection. I don't. Mike, and I have two coaches who work with me. Same thing. We just, you know, can only work with you when we know what's happening. That's it. Right. And that's that, that level of honesty. There's nothing wrong with being human, by the way, number six, and this is a big one. And you can kind of see how these all build on one another. My most successful clients are also willing to go deeper, um, and not just stay surface level. I think diets are so enticing and so gratifying and addicting and, you know, they call to us because they diets allow us to say, stay very surface level right they're very familiar it is just about follow the diet just eat these things just just do this and it doesn't matter what you think and feel ignore that put that you know put that away put that in the closet lock the door and ignore all that and You can. I mean, you can ignore all your thoughts and feelings. And I don't necessarily say, you know, with thoughts and feelings, we're not going to act on all of our thoughts and feelings, but to pretend that they don't exist and all of my problems are only related to food or I have the wrong macros or I'm not doing the right workout. I'm sorry, but that's surface level and you will stay stuck Until you're willing, I don't, we're not, I'm not a therapist. I'm not trying to get, you know, you to admit anything about your thoughts and feelings, but just acknowledging that there's more than which vegetables you're eating. That's very surface level. Number seven, and this is a big one. And it really is under that whole umbrella of willingness, being willing to let go of the scale, or at least the scale addiction. Not saying that you can't use the scale, uh, but really being willing to reassess the relationship you have with that inanimate object um, that you've given you've given a lot of power to. You know, you have to be um, willing to take back the power. The scale doesn't do anything, right? It doesn't say anything. It's not withholding love. It's not... You know, preventing you from being successful, that's on you, right? And so, you really have, in terms of breaking that relationship with the scale, it is really about creating a better relationship with yourself, with your expectations, with your body. Understanding the scale isn't always going to reflect what your efforts have been. If we make our worth and our value, dictated and predicated by a number on the scale, we're fucked, to be perfectly honest. If you want to pick, if you want to talk about choose hard, that is choosing hard, living and dying by the scale. And number eight, allowing it all, right, the whole process of weight loss, right, the whole process of life, I suppose, allow it to be uncomfortable, right? The unfamiliar path is uncomfortable, right? Our brain is always going to choose familiar. If familiar for you is dieting and working out to lose weight, it is unfamiliar and uncomfortable to do it a different way, to think about it differently. Um, You know, it is letting go of the false control that comes with restrictive dieting. And it's uncomfortable. I get it especially when you're a big boss applesauce, <laughs> when you're a large margin charge. <laughs> I'm both of those things, by the way. Maybe I should call this, this podcast, uh, big, big, uh, big boss applesauce. Um, when you're used to, um, and I think a lot of women are right. You tell everybody what to do, in your family, and at work, you got it all under control, you pay the bills, you guide the calendar, right? It is (laughs) unfamiliar territory to try something new and different and unfamiliar, right? And inside Self-Made, it isn't like, it isn't a free-for-all, or also it's not a free-fall. You don't enter the program and I just say, eat better, good luck. Have a nice day. It's not that at all. And I'm going to get into, um, a little bit about self-made so you understand, uh, what it actually is because that's number three, my big announcement. Okay. And how this all ties together in a nice little bow. That's what I like to do. I like to bring it all together in choosing your heart. Um, and it's sort of interesting because with self-made and, all of the variations that we've gone through, right, we actually, we had to decide to make it easier. We had to not choose hard anymore in the way we were uh, trying to keep up and deliver the program, not just for ourselves, my whole team. I have, a, I have a great team of people who deliver this program, uh, not just my coaches, but a whole, you know, whole end marketing team too. We wanted to actually make losing weight easy, Right, that's right, choose your hard, fuck that. Choose your easy. And we we really that's the huge announcement. So officially today, on Wednesday, March first, we have a self-made relaunch. Right? We're we're still calling it self-made. I could call it the self-made relaunch or self-made two 2.0. Um, but but I think this is this is where we're going after again two and a half years working with clients. Getting feedback, uh, seeing again, looking at those most successful clients and how to make this so easy step one, step two, step three, and guide every single client to their own success. What I want for you is obviously easy weight loss. And, you know, there's it isn't just here's an easy diet, go follow it. There's a lot of different layers. And we had to sit. I shouldn't say sit back, we had to, we had to take, a, take a step back and really look at, okay, what, what pieces of this program could we make tighter and um, just more guardrails, so to speak? And so we have literally been working tirelessly and also joyfully on this self, Self-Made 2.0. So what is really different? Number one, effective today we're moving the first round of self made is ninety days after the ninety days then we're going to be moving into i believe it's uh, six month rounds i don't I think we may still even have a twelve month option too, but really, ninety days is your first round. Why do I say your first round because I just don't think most women are getting necessarily to their goals in ninety days but The 90-day time frame is an easier, an easier, um, it's easier to wrap your head around 90 days versus the 24 weeks. That's what I think. And it gets everybody, right? A little bit of fire lit under them. And in fact, our first 30 days, we have like this quick start 30-day plan. There's also something else I've put into place with self-made two-point 2.0. I'm just going to call it 2.0. Um, is a guarantee. A guarantee that you will lose at least 10 pounds in your first 90-day round. And if you don't, I'll work with you until you do. So you cannot lose by signing up for this coaching program. We've made it a no-brainer. And so we go into detail about what you know, what the expectation is to get that success guarantee, but it pretty much is check in every week, attend one coaching call, use your one-on-one coaching calls, um, and if you do that and you don't lose, well, let's keep working together. Um, most clients of mine inside Self Made, many of them do renew anyway right? Even if they lost three pounds, they're still renewing because people love the coaching process and all of the tools that we offer that work, not just for weight loss, but certainly in your relationships and your career and your financial goals, all of that. Um, but we are very proud, um, and very excited to release self-made 2.0 and, you can get signed up and you can start right away. That's also another big change we made. I sometimes would talk to a client, um, let's say I talked to them You know, next Monday, they'd have to wait a full week, a full get to the next Monday to sign up. Right now, as soon as you click, yes, I'm in, here it is, you're ready to go. We have it all set up for you. Um, we've thought of everything to make your weight loss not only easy, but inevitable. Okay. So I think that's it for me. Do check the show notes so that you can see all of the links and we could work together inside self-made. I hope you have a glorious week and choose your hard, right? Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into Unbuck Your Weight Loss. The next step, of course, is to take action on something we discussed because implementation beats information all day long. If you enjoyed this podcast, thank you for being here and please leave a review wherever you tune in for all of your podcasts. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Looking forward to dropping all the F-bombs with you next week. Have a good one.